Here at Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you, you got to know what's important and what's not important. Knowing how to tie a tie, not important. Keeping a diary, not important. Trying all the different bold flavors of Mountain Dew, important. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. Do the Dew. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. You have no reason not to try it, as in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar, all dew. Life can always use more Cedar Point. And right now, you can get more Cedar Point for less with the Fun Day Bundle. Each bundle saves you more than 35% on admission, parking, and dining for one low price. That means more coasters like Steel Vengeance and Millennium Force, and even more excitement with the Cedar Point Parade and Spectacular. But you better hurry because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio! X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, one and all. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And, of course, you can always find out what's going on in the Exxon past, present, and future. No, you don't need a crystal ball. No, you don't need tarot cards. All you need to do is go to www.exxonradio.com. My guest this hour is Ashton Rogers, and... Uh, Ashton is the founder and lead investigator of NT Paranormal Investigations. As an electronics and software engineer, he's uh, had a profound interest in science and technology with his uh, casual side interest in the paranormal. In 2014, uh, that casual interest turned very serious when he had a face-to-face encounter of his own. Ashton, what was that face-to-face encounter? And welcome to the Exxon, young man. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, it was a pretty interesting encounter. Um, uh, it was pretty mm-hmm. uh, kind of casual interest into paranormal investigation and stuff like that. Mostly, I just like the technical side of it. But um, the the company I work for, I'm a data analyst for, and we had actually just bought a warehouse uh, in downtown Fort Worth. And there were a lot of weird rumors about it and stuff like that. And uh, you know, nothing I really paid a whole lot of attention to, but when uh, I went in there by myself a couple of times, and it, it was kind of weird, but uh, there was there was one time in particular I went in there, and uh, I, I was working totally by myself. I knew I was by myself, and I kept hearing weird noises. You know, the, the typical things, you know, you hear somebody say, oh, you know, there was weird noises or weird sounds. You, you could hear somebody humming and 
people had told stories. Well, I, w- I was working in there, and I, it sounded like one of the company drivers had actually come in the back door, but I turned around, there wasn't anybody there. So I started kind of wandering around the warehouse trying to find him because, mm-hmm. you know, because we couldn't have anybody in the warehouse at the time. Uh, we had just gotten it, and the, uh, the, the safety regulations weren't all in place. So here I am wandering around this warehouse. You know, I can clearly hear somebody moving around, and can't find him and and finally i come out of an office area where i was looking and uh i i saw a door i clearly saw somebody like walk in a door and the door closed and i wasn't real familiar with the warehouse yet Mm -hmm. so i thought it was just a break room and uh so i walked over i just opened up the door and sure enough it was just a broom closet no way in no way out and it just it freaked me out i ended up uh i just had to collect myself i went outside had to catch my breath because it freaked me out so much but uh you know, it, it, eventually after I collected myself, I, I just I went back inside, um, got my phone out, started recording, and I, I got all kinds of uh, EVP sound. It sounds like a little kid humming in there. Right. Um, and I, I got a pretty profound picture. And, uh, you know, it's I, it, that was the very first time I had done anything like that. And uh, in, in the picture I got, you know, just blew everybody away that, that I knew in my personal life. And they're like wow, that's awesome. You really should start doing stuff like this. And so I just got casually more interested in it after that and just kind of a little more obsessed with trying to, you know, capture lightning in a bottle a second time, you know. So what was in that picture you took? That, that... Uh, At the back of the warehouse mm-hmm. where there's, I mean, I was the only one there, but, you know, I just started snapping pictures all around the warehouse. But when I snapped a picture at uh, in the back of the warehouse, pretty close to... Uh, the back exit to the place. Mm-hmm. Um, when we reviewed it, you, it, I'm not going to say what it is, but to me, it looks like somebody standing there. And there, there's a lot of debate on our website on whether or not they're looking out the window or they're looking back at me. But it looks like a like a full body apparition, just kind of standing there, just getting its photograph taken, just casually. After scaring the hell out of you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashton, please stand by. You and I have to take a short break here. Exonation Ashton Rogers is our guest this hour. His website is www.ntparanormal.com, and he is the founder and lead investigator of NT Paranormal Investigations. Once again, their website is www.ntparanormal.com. Dot com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Send me your emails. I love getting your emails, but like I keep telling you guys, some of you have mental challenges, I swear. Where you come up with half the stuff that you send me, well, I'll tell you, that's a mystery in itself. Ashton and I return on the other side of this break. Exonation, don't go away. Back, everyone. Ashton Rogers is our guest this hour. He is the founder and lead investigator of NT Paranormal Investigations. The website is ntparanormal.com. Ashton, how many members are there in NT Paranormal Investigations right now? Uh, currently, we have seven. Uh, 
field team members. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one person that is actually a case analyst. Um, he doesn't actually go on the investigations with us. He, he hangs back and just does all the research on it. Um, and then, uh, including me, there's six people that actually go on site, um, given the size of the investigation. What has been your most bizarre investigation to date? Um, actually it's one that we're working on right now. Um, we recently just visited Kyle Cemetery mm -hmm. in uh, Johnson County in Rio Vista, Texas. Um, we had actually picked the site because we heard no rumors about it. Um, there was actually no history on the place, anything like that. We were actually going there because the intent was to film an episode where we were going to debunk everything in, in the episode. We were going to show like typical things people hear on site and stuff like that and show you know, natural explanations for it as opposed to just jumping at everything like you would see in a, a lot of the paranormal shows that are on TV now. And of course, uh, that place totally threw us for a loop because we went in there and <laughs> we have been creeped out since. And uh, we actually haven't even posted up the episode yet because we decided that we needed to go in multiple times to uh, test things that we already got to make sure we knew what we were looking at before we actually tried to make an episode or make any claims about the location. So what kind of uh, activity is there? Well, um, the the first thing that really threw us for a loop when we went, we, we cased the place out during the day. Um, but what's weird is um, at night, that place just has a totally different feel. Um, it's almost as if the... the um, spatial relations change at night like the place seems bigger it seems darker it seems like there's more trees like not just like a weird feeling but like almost in a measurable sense we're actually doing some experiments with that um, um that's a little outside of our field of what we normally mess with but it it's really caught our attention um after the very first night we went out there, we, we were hearing a lot of sounds, um, like people walking around, but that place is mm -hmm. totally isolated, um, and we checked all over the place. Um, we saw a lot of strange shadows moving around, um, and we, we captured a lot of EVPs. And, of course, after that very first investigation, you know, we're going through it, we're trying to debunk it, and uh, my case analyst looks up the history on that place, and it, it turns out there is a long, scary history about Rio Vista and Johnson County. There's been um, numerous bodies dumped out there um, in 1801. Uh, it, it was a, a battleground between the Anadarko Indians and the Cherokee Indians, and... Um, they, they just left the bodies there because it was so brutal. Um, it, there, there's just countless stuff we ended up finding out after being out there that matched up with the, with the evidence that we collected. So if it's this active, how come there wasn't any, any information on it when you and your researchers did your, you know, looked around to find out? Well, I mean, the, the, the information was there, but... It wasn't anything that anybody had called us on. Um, we had just found it kind of driving around and, and didn't do any research on it. We just thought it was a really good place to film. So we really just kind of stumbled upon it by accident. The The cemetery itself actually has, I, I can't find any rumors on it on the internet, but that geographical location um, does. Um, Holy cow. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was a real interesting find, and it's mm -hmm. just in our backyard. It, it was pretty crazy to find it. So would you describe yourself as a skeptic or a believer? 
Uh, I like to describe myself as a skeptical believer. Mm -hmm. I think that there are things out there that are what we call paranormal. Um, I'm not necessarily one to jump on the bandwagon of confirming, oh, it's a spirit or it's a ghost or anything like that, because I define anything paranormal is something outside of what current science can explain. So, yeah, I think there's things that are out there that go bump in the night, and they are measurable, and they are documentable. And eventually, one day, we'll be able to show what these things are. But I'm not one to say that it's a ghost or something like that. You know, it could be aliens, alternate dimensions, um, recorded memories. The list goes on and on. Why do you think the paranormal is such a hot topic these days? I, I think people are running out of things to talk about. I mean, you, you have reality TV. It's, everything's played out, and the paranormal is something that you know we still don't know anything about. There's still mystery to it. So it, it, it still has that allure to it because people don't know what to expect from it. And the, there's still an air of we don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you gauge the, the, uh, let me see, how can I say this without being too sarcastic? Uh, as sarcastic as you want. (laughs) Okay, thank you. How do we gauge the real paranormal investigators compared to, and I'm putting this word in quotations, air quotes, reality TV programming? Oh, yeah, I've, I've talked about this at length, um, I, I like to compare it as paranormal investigators to ghost hunters. Um, I think a ghost hunter is just somebody that's going out kind of looking for a thrill on the weekends. You know, they, they go out with, you know, their EMF detectors and, you know, a little crappy digital recorder. And, and they go out and they're trying to get some stuff. And, and they're just not going to be real critical about the evidence they get. Uh, you, you can browse a thousand websites that give you tips yeah. on ghost hunting. And they'll tell you, use a uh, the worst possible digital recorder because you're going to get more hits with it well of course you are because it's going to record every little thing and you're not going to be able to interpret it but uh i I think i think a uh paranormal investigator um is going to take the time to try to debunk themselves more often than not they're they're going to go in trying to find a totally natural uh explanation a totally natural uh, explanation yeah. for everything as opposed to jumping to a conclusion of paranormal. Do you believe in psychics or sensitives and uh, does it have a place or do they have a place in the paranormal? Uh, I think they do. It, it really depends on the kind of group it is. I, I do believe in psychics, sensitives, stuff like that. But um, as far as my group goes, we, we are a purely um, scientific group we our goal is to go in and document and prove and disprove stuff um psychics are not something we can currently measure gauge prove or disprove so it doesn't have a place in my group i don't like using it um and i don't like calling anybody a liar either so i just try to stay away from it right but um i i think psychic activity is something that you know could be true i Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of the brain that doesn't get used and i i think pk ability is also a possibility yeah, I, I have my doubts about uh, psychic ability, to be very honest with you, um, especially after Sylvia Brown was making appointments past the date that she actually died on. So if we know that didn't work out very well for her. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like they never win the lottery. 
Yeah, it's you would think yeah. they would be a lot more successful if they really were a psychic. I uh, like I said, I believe in the possibility. Mm-hmm. I have never met anybody that has convinced me yet. I have to tell you this, and I'm sure you'll appreciate it being in the media as well. I had um, a lady on the show. This must go back about nine, ten years ago, and uh, she was a channel, a medium. And we were talking, and she says, "Rob, I hate to do this, but there's there's somebody." who just came to me with a message for you. <laughs> and I said, oh, really? What was it? She said, it's a, it's a young lady. She's blonde. She's got blue eyes. She's your, your departed sister. And I said, really? Oh, yeah. And she goes into this big diatribe. And, uh, you know, after about, 10, after about five minutes, uh, she says, so what do you think about the message? Well, I said, well, I've got some good news and some bad news for you. <laughs> And she said, what's that? I said, well, the good news is that whatever this message was really has nothing to do with me because the bad news is I've never had a sister and I hung up on her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, no, I, I, haven't, I haven't really had that much interaction with uh, mm-hmm. anybody claiming to be psychic, just a couple of people that claim to be sensitive. And, yeah. you know, I, it, if we have somebody that's like a guest investigator or something like that that mm-hmm. says they're they're sensitive and they say, oh, I kind of feel something over here. You, we say, okay, we'll we'll go look in that direction. We'll check it out. We'll point our cameras over there. Right. And you know, if if we coincidentally get something, okay, then you know, it, it's a good footnote on our evidence. Sure. However, we don't say that personal experience personal experience is valid in paranormal investigation, but it is not evidence. Yeah. We even had a lady come to the studio with her psychic goat. <laughs> You're kidding me. Oh, my friend, I kid you not. You know, 25 years of doing this show, you know, we've, has, we've got some great uh, footage for the Christmas party, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> our, uh, our, la- our last podcast, we do, we do a small podcast yeah. with our group, and um, uh, one of the people in my group has actually just bought goats recently and um she got the dates mixed up we were doing an interview with somebody and she just comes barging into the studio with this goat in her arms hey i gotta go oh were y'all doing something and it was it it was all i could do to just stay professional during the interview but everybody it it was a it was a live broadcast and everybody online just went crazy so our uh our official mascot is a goat now because of that So, we so, call it the N.T. Paragoat. N.T. Paragoat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, I've had everybody come here. Uh, some people wearing tinfoil on their heads because they didn't want the aliens to, you know, to understand what they were thinking. To a man who built a UFO deflector out of a Canadian tire battery and a red light. Wow. Yeah, we'll be- yeah I, I, I imagine having a show in this field, it can get pretty weird because you're, you're going to get a wide range of people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's putting it mildly, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm quite sane. Mo- I mostly, uh, aside from the paranormal, I mostly yeah. do it just to play with all the gadgets. I, I'm really into media and I love cameras and audio and stuff like that. And- well, I'll ring my little techie friend. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Great having you with us, Ashton. Exonation Ashton Rogers is our guest. He is with um, NT Paranormal Investigations. You know, the people with the goat. And his website is uh, 
No, I'm only kidding. It's ntparanormal.com. That's www.ntparanormal.com. And uh, we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Oh, from goats, let's see, we had a psychic goat here. We had some people who brought in guinea pigs that uh, told the future. Oh, too many things to remember. Good times, though. We'll be back on the other side. So whatever you do, don't go away because, uh, you know what? This is the Exxon. Welcome back, everyone. Ashton Rogers is our guest this hour. www.ntparanormal.com is his website. And uh, Ashton, what would you consider to be definitive proof of the paranormal? Oh, I mean, other than Elvis just uh, walking out of a spaceship and shaking my hand. Here at Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you, you got to know what's important and what's not important. Knowing how to tie a tie, not important. Keeping a diary, not important. Trying all the different bold flavors of Mountain Dew, important. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. Do the Dew. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. You have no reason not to try it, as in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar, all Dew. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com apply. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. We know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Um, uh-huh. Let's see, uh, definitive proof. Uh, it's going to have to be documented on multiple devices. Um, uh, I, I don't even think I've caught definitive. With all the stuff we've caught, I don't think we've caught anything that we could call definitive. Um, I, I've yet to actually take a picture that caught anything that wasn't on a digital camera yet. And I, I'd really like to capture something on film where I actually have the negatives to analyze as well. Um but as far as definitive proof goes, I mean, we're we're still trying to, we're striving to actually come up with an experiment that uh, could actually give us definitive proof because I don't I don't think we have any instruments or experiments that are currently being run that w- could make anything definitive because there's always that mm-hmm. shred of doubt in there. What's your take on UFOs? Oh uh, well, you know, I'm. I'm on the fence. Ninety percent of the the claims that I've seen or, or heard in person, I uh, just not real big on. But 
do I think there's aliens? Yeah, there's no way we're alone in the universe. Um, I actually have a really funny story. Like for about a month, I thought I was seeing UFOs too. I, I was getting really into. It. I was driving around, going to work one morning, and I, I swear I saw a silver disc like flying. I was like, "Oh my god, did I just see a UFO?" I didn't tell anybody about it for a week, and then I, I was like, "Hey, I think I saw a UFO." And then a couple of days later, I saw it again, like in a different location. I was like, wow, this can't be coincidence. I was really I was really starting to get convinced that I saw a flying saucer. And then I'm driving around one morning and I see it again. But the traffic's real slow, so I have time mm-hmm. to like really pay attention. I, I stop and it kind of goes away. I'm like, what's going on? And I drive up a little bit. And I realize what I've been seeing is the silver glint off of the telephone lines that run parallel to the road. <laughs> And it just—it looks like a silver yeah. disc, but it's just reflective light, and it moves along with you as you're driving because of perspective. Now I felt like the biggest idiot in the world. I was like, I can't believe I thought that was a UFO. Well, I'll, I'll bet you you didn't start wearing tin foil on your head, did you? No, but I really—I really wanted to document it somehow, and I did not know how. But I, I'm glad I figured out what it was before I went and made a team to go research it because I would have looked like an idiot. <laughs> well, you could have said I was just testing you guys to see if you would be gullible enough. <laughs> yeah. Listen, speaking about uh, UFOs, do you think it's possible that the United States government or any other government on this planet could actually conceal or participate in a cover-up conspiracy to hide the fact that UFOs actually are here? Uh, do I think it's possible? Um I think anything's possible, but I don't think there is a huge elaborate scheme on it. Um, if aliens have been visiting us for a while, yeah, they might be keeping it under wraps, but I, I think a lot of the conspiracies, the, the more common conspiracies you hear about, uh, I'm real skeptical of them. Um, of course, I'm not an expert on, uh, I'm not a ufologist, I'm not an expert on aliens. Uh, my interest to it's pretty casual. I don't think there is an expert on UFOs. I, I really don't. I really don't. Because, um, you know, I'm, I question the guests that come on. And um, one of my biggest things is, well, how can you hide or how can there be such a conspiracy? Hiding I, I, that. You would, the thing it, is, there, is, I wouldn't even, I don't even see the point in exactly. having such a huge, like, what is the purpose of hiding it? So aliens came and they're a more advanced or less advanced species yeah. than us. Um, I, I just, other than maybe taking the technology and not wanting other countries to get a hold of mm-hmm. it out of fear, that would be it. But I, I just, I don't know. Let me, let I live me. in the United States. I live in a place where Donald Trump could possibly be president in the next few months. Well, it could be and worse. I just don't think they're smart enough to cover that much stuff up and let... <laughs> that kind of person be president you know speaking speaking about presidents in the united states you know bill clinton is living proof that the united states government could not perpetrate a conspiracy or cover-up of that magnitude because here oh, you, because because not, look what no. happened look what happened you know if if the president of the united states in the most secure building in the united states cannot have a presidential affair Without the world knowing, within months after it happening, how in the name of God are you going to hide a crashed UFO with dead aliens? Well, Unless exactly. they're from Mexico. And, I mean, yeah. you, 
depending on who you're talking to, you're going to argue yourself in a circle sure. and say, oh, well, that was just a distraction to keep you from looking at what was really going on. And I'm just like, I, yeah. I don't think they're that smart. Our, our company is our, – not our company. Our country is trillions of dollars in debt. Yeah. You know, We can't feed everybody here. We got all these problems. And really, they're going to spend their time focusing on hiding UFOs and dead aliens. I just—it's far-fetched. It does. It doesn't make sense. And here's another reason that I really don't believe there is a conspiracy in place because you have all these different countries that are not friendly to the United States that are hacking into their computers. Wouldn't it be to the advantage of a non-friendly country to find? the proof that the U.S. government has been suppressing the information on UFOs. Oh, absolutely. It... I didn't even think of it from that yeah. angle. That's a, that's a really good point. I mean, and, and then um, just break it into break it out to the media. You'd have instantaneous dissolvement yeah, of the hell, current... Not even other countries. That's I mean, right. just look at Anonymous. Anonymous yeah. releases information all the time. And if, if it was there, they would have broke it already. I mean, they... They broke open Ashley Madison just because. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't they actually expose aliens, you know? Exactly. E exactly. Yeah. So, you know, like a Judge Judy says, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, and walks like a duck, then it is a duck. And Yeah. I, I, do, I do believe that, you know, there are aliens out mm -hmm. there. Um, I don't know that they've been visiting Earth. Um, if they did, I'm more, I would lean more towards the ancient aliens. Yes theory like way in our past mm -hmm. and for whatever reason they just haven't come back yet or maybe they died out or maybe we're just stupid and not really that interesting to them you know what um, really what really peeves me off is when i listen to these people who say well look at all the great advancements that we have due to reverse engineering like okay what what great advancements well the microchip well that's because you haven't studied the development of the microchip let's go somewhere else and and they and they say well you know what that's my proof what's your proof that they haven't well let's take a good look at why we're still using rocket you know solid uh, propulsion rocket fuel from well, here to I mean Mars. we're, we're like, not even what? smart enough not to destroy our planet right now cuz we're still stuck on fossil fuels i yep. mean we have the technology to go forward and have clean energy, but we're too stupid to just pull the trigger and do it. No, 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 no. That's not the real reason. And you know it's because there's too many people who have their hands in their, you know, each other's pocket that are making money and blah, 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 blah. I, well, I agree with yeah. you 100%. I agree with you. You know, and, and once again, why do, why do people take away from human ingenuity? Are we that? We can't be that dumb. I think we've done quite a few... Good things. I, I think we, we've done monumental things sure. on our own. I mean, I, I don't think when uh, we split the atom that we were, you know, reverse engineering anything. No. That was just good old-fashioned hard work. You, you know? know, and then you've got the people who are, who, re now these people really scare me, who believe that the large hydrogen collider in Switzerland is going to cause a massive uh, black hole here oh, on the planet. Oh, like, I just... See, I, I hold a certificate in um, gravitational physics. Right. And, and just, it it's very basic. It, it's not even advanced science. It's very basic science mm -hmm. on some of those levels. Like, just crack open a book. Watch, even Discovery Channel's good yep. enough. And it, uh, it's just, you, you have to pander to the lowest common denominator on a lot of these things. Isn't that scary, though? Oh, it, it's terrifying. You know, I, 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 I've had a lot of people on who say the, the mark of the devil is 666. And I 
given this a lot of thought, and I personally believe the mark of the devil is WWW, because there's more crap in the largest septic tank that man has ever created called the Internet than there is anything else. Because, oh, absolutely. Because I mean, you, um, you, know that, you, know this, you know this, Ashton, better than anybody. If it's on the Internet, it's true. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, I, could, I could just post up some fake stuff tomorrow and everybody would just be <laughs> clicking on my site. But you have to have some integrity. But uh, I, I can't even think of how many arguments I've gotten into with somebody. I'm like, well, so what's your source? And they're like, oh, well, you know, it was on Huffington Post. <laughs> oh, excellent. That's great. Did, did you look any further than that? No. Did you, did you look past just mainstream media? Oh, well, no, I don't know how. Oh, great. That's great. Well, I had a lady on the other night. This is the God's truth, okay? Have you ever seen that reality show with the moonshiner guys who make the moonshine? Uh, yeah, I know which one. I can't think of the name of it, but I know okay. what you're talking about. Well, this was their mother. <laughs> and, and what she's doing now is she's ghost hunting in the woods, and in the city where they live, the little city in somewhere in the middle of nowhere land, and um, and and she, they're getting their own their own reality show. Uh, I don't, I just I don't get it. I don't I don't know how it's so easy for these people to get shows. It drives me insane. No, uh, it just seems like anybody like all the all the shows out there. Uh, like the main ones, I, mm -hmm. I don't want to call anybody out on your show, but I go mean, right ahead. I do all the time. Well, the two main shows I can think of right now, mm -hmm. the the main investigators are in rock bands, and and like that's that's their experience. They're like, yeah. well, I'm in a rock band, so I'm a paranormal investigator. I I don't claim to be any kind of expert, or you know, I'm I'm muddling my way through it just like anybody else yeah. would. But I don't make claims of I'm sensitive or I can get ghosts to talk to me or anything like that. I'm just trying to document what's already there, and I'm trying to be honest about it. Yeah. Mind you, the guy, the investigators who's in a in a rock band, uh, they're they're very good at marketing. They're doing a lot of good cross marketing there. Absolutely, yeah. I need to call them up because they know what they're doing. Apparently. <laughs> Why do you think so many people are into the paranormal these days? Oh, it, like I said before, I, I think it's just, it's the unknown. Yeah. It's it's fascinating because it, it's something that you can't gauge. And it's something that you can't prove or disprove. I mean, um, you know, reality TV is such a big thing now. And it just, it drives me insane because it's just the worst part of TV. Do you know why? TV. Do you know why it's so bad? Do what? Do you know why it's so bad? Why is that? It's cheap to make. Well, yeah, you just grab a camera and point it. I mean, exactly. And now, God, I remember when I got into this industry, a broadcast camera, you were looking at sixty, seventy thousand dollars Oh, now you can just pick up a handy cam at yeah. Walmart and, yeah. and just be a YouTube star overnight. And as long as it has high definition on it, you know. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I think the paranormal is getting big because, you know, you have. Reality TV is already big anyway. Mm -hmm. Paranormal is just the next step to reality TV. Yeah. It's just horror reality TV. It's for the horror junkies out there. Yeah. And with regular reality TV, you know where it's going because if you've seen one reality show, you've seen them all. But and they're with, all and they're all scripted. Yeah, every last yeah. one of them. Yeah, and I I suspect a lot of the paranormal shows are very scripted too. Well, they There's are. A lot of yeah. Stuff I've watched and I'm. I'm like, uh, yeah, I get it. It's I, I can tell you what's about to happen right now, you know. And but sure you know, enough, do you know what the logic is with the with TV producers? 
If it don't bleed, it don't lead. You need to be fast-paced. You need to have action. So if it has to be concocted, it's yeah, entertainment. Absolutely. And, you know, I understand that, okay, we're trying to make money. We're trying to hit a demographic, and mm-hmm. that's what all these idiots out there want. But, you know, for people that are really actually serious about it, like I am, yeah. like I, I still watch the paranormal shows because I want to see what happens, yeah. you know, in, in case they do accidentally catch something that's actually interesting. Mm-hmm. But, um I mean, the, the biggest tip-off, but you know, before I even got into paranormal investigation, I'm like, it's really funny that they always manage to find some kind of evidence every single place they go. Sure. I, I've, I've been on 30 investigations in a row and not caught anything, but we still go ahead and, and make an episode on our website, and we just we debunk every little thing, and we're like, we didn't find anything mm-hmm. here because we try to approach it honestly. And, and that's probably why you know, we don't have a popular show on Discovery Channel. Well, you know, the truth is stranger than fiction. You just have to want to be true to yourself and true to your audience. And that's why, my friend, you're not on Discovery yet. Hmm. Yeah, we uh, we respect our audience. We, mm-hmm. we think they're smart enough to know, you know, when we're faking it and, yeah. and when we're actually showing them something that's real. What do you, how do you feel about people going into graveyards looking for ghosts, looking for spirits? Well, um, there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. The mm-hmm. wrong way is to go in and trespass and, and cause a whole bunch of hassle for everybody and get the cops called on you. Right. And uh, I, you know, we, we, go, we, we do a lot of hunts in graveyards. But the thing is, is we go through the proper channels. We, we talk to somebody that knows something about that graveyard we we get in touch with the authorities we let them know what day we're going to be out stuff like that mm-hmm. um we're very respectful when we go and they, it, it drives me up a wall when we go into these places and, and i see uh, i actually uh, just saw an article the other day where somebody had gone through um springtown texas and just toppled over like oh. half the headstones and it just it drives me nuts and um a lot of the money that we get for donations we actually put those towards um the uh, gravesite preservation funds that are out there to, Excellent. you know, try to help with that. Um, you know, yeah, it's a lot of fun to go in at night and, and jack around and, and try to go catch stuff. But if first off, if, if you're doing it illegally, you're already amped up anyway because mm-hmm. you're, you're afraid you're going to get caught. So you're going to jump at every little sound you hear. You're going to think everything's paranormal. And, you know, if by the grace of God you don't actually get caught out of there, you're not going to be able to go back and do any kind of legitimate follow-up or anything like that or as opposed where we go through the proper channels and do what we're supposed to do we can actually do a legitimate study there we we don't have to be worried about oh are the cops going to show up and haul us out of here is somebody going to think that we're vandalizing the Mm -hmm. place or anything like that um a big theory i mean over half my group you know even though we do find stuff in graveyards sometimes half my group is like oh that's crap because why would a ghost hang out in a graveyard nobody exactly exactly yeah, and I mean, that was my theory going into it. And then, of course, we went to Kyle Cemetery and just had mm-hmm. our minds blown. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And then it, it finally dawned on us. There's a lot of history there before it was a graveyard. And so we think we might be catching that. Um, another theory is that it might it might not be necessarily a ghost, but um, the energy of people yeah. maybe mourning there or 
just just the constant sadness that's there from people being sad. Hey, Ashton, I hate to do this, my friend, but uh, you and I have to take our final break. Please stand by. Exo Nation, Ashton Rogers is our guest of this hour. I've got a funny feeling he's going to be back with us in the future. His website is, um, let me see, NT Goats. No, 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 I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. <laughs> www.ntparanormal.com. We'll be back. Don't go away. Nation Ashton Rogers is our guest, www.ntparanormal.com. First of all, Ashton, thanks so much for coming on the show with us tonight. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, and I wish you and your team mucho success, my young friend. Oh, I appreciate it. It's been great being on the show. Um, how would you define the word paranormal? Paranormal? Um, anything outside the normal? No, uh, that's too easy. I, I, def, I define everything paranormal as something that can't be currently measured or proven with current technology, current science. Um, it's pseudoscience. I mean, it's it's ghosts, it's UFOs, yeah. it's it's Bigfoot. It's it's anything that we can't currently document. But I think, but as soon as we can, and we can prove it, it it it's not the paranormal anymore. It, it ceases to be paranormal. Right. It becomes normal. So, in your opinion, where does the paranormal fit into the realm of established religious philosophy? I, I think they can coexist. I, I think people, they get hung up on, you know, well, I can't believe in ghosts mm -hmm. because my religion says this, or I, I can't, my, my religion doesn't function with this. I, you have to be more open-minded than that. I, I don't, I don't, my, my religion is not set in stone. I, I, I adapt to things that I learn. Knowledge, knowledge is power. And, yeah. you know, it's everything can coexist. I, I don't like people that think that science and religion can't coexist. I, it, they easily can. Um, religion is almost paranormal by definition because, I mean, you cannot prove these things. I, I cannot yeah, go and right. prove the existence of God, you know. You know, plus the uh, plus the Bible is filled with examples of paranormal activity. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I mean, the the whole that's the point of it yeah. is <laughs> there's higher powers controlling things, and but you know the Bible is also filled with lots of inaccurate translations. There's also multiple religions that yeah. all kind of say the same thing. It's I to to just be narrow minded like that. I I think you're you're closing yourself off to a bigger world. What are your final thoughts for the Exxon Nation tonight? Uh, I just think people need to be more open-minded about things. Um, you know, everybody always asks me is, you know, how did you get into the paranormal or how can you believe in the paranormal mm -hmm. if you can't prove it? And everybody I know that does believe in paranormal, their story always starts the same. I didn't believe in the paranormal until this happened to exactly. me. Exactly. And that's exactly how my story starts. You know, I didn't believe in any of this crap until I came face-to-face -face with it, and now I'm just hooked. So keep an open mind. Uh, anything's possible. Um, you can't for sure say anything is not possible because there's so many things we said. We said we wouldn't be able to fly, and then the Wright brothers proved everybody wrong. So you just got to be open-minded about things. And, of course, as we progress in time and we keep learning... Who knows what we'll find out about ourselves and about the world around us 
the seen world, and the unseen world. So Ashton, I would like to say thank you so much for joining us. Let our listeners know how they can find out more about you and uh, what you guys do. Uh, just check us out at www.ntparanormal.com. Um, you can also like us on Facebook at Facebook slash ntparanormal. Um, and check out our YouTube page. All right, my young friend. Take care of yourself, and I look forward to talking to you again the next time you visit us back here in the Exo. And you're always welcomed here with your goat. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it. I'll bring the goat next time. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. Exo Nation, my guest this hour has been Ashton Rogers. Once again, his website is ntparanormal.com. Well, that's it for me. I'll be back next week as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. Have a safe weekend, have a great weekend, and always remember to keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone. Mountain Dew. We'd like to remind you, you got to know what's important and what's not important. Knowing how to tie a tie, not important. Keeping a diary, not important. Trying all the different bold flavors of Mountain Dew, important. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. Do the do. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. You have no reason not to try it, as in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar, all do. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.